0: Hello and welcome to the show. I love peanut butter. I mean, who doesn't love peanut butter? Well, except people that are allergic to peanuts, but generally everyone has a love of peanut butter. I think about as a kid eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on white bread. And the best part about peanut butter is scooping it right out of the jar and eating it from a spoon. Oh, just that feeling, that taste. That texture. I'm more of a smooth peanut butter versus a chunky. Um, my husband likes the the nuts that are in it, so it's like the crunch that I think he likes. But for me, it's smooth all the way. And in a previous episode when I was talking about coffee and chocolate, I mentioned a few of my um, sort of go to bars. But what I didn't mention is one of my all time favorites, and those are Reese's peanut butter cups. Mmm. The combination of peanut butter and chocolate, it's just magical. And yes, I know it's pumped full of sugar and all that stuff, but it's a treat. And when it comes to Halloween and we're buying candy for the kids, I try not to buy them too far in advance because otherwise I'll eat them all. (laughs) And then there's nothing left for the kids. But when it comes to peanut butter as a source of protein, It's something that is a healthy source of protein. It's something that can be used as a base for various granola bars, protein bars, cookies, even. I have a favorite cookie recipe that is a thumbprint cookie and made from peanut butter. And then you put raspberry jam in the middle, and everybody loves that. But someone who knows how valuable and important and delicious peanut butter is, when it comes to making protein bars, is my guest today. Her name is Cheryl Zeeland. She is the owner of Cranked Energy. Let me welcome Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. Oh
1: my goodness. Did I just meditate? Your voice is like... (laughs) (laughs) so soothing. (laughs) Okay, i got to wake up here. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) That was fantastic. (laughs) Yes, we
0: both had our coffee, so we're ready to go.
1: (laughs) I did, and I had a big scoop of peanut butter on my oatmeal, so I'm a huge peanut butter fan. I get it. If you don't have like 10 spoons going around the house at any one time, especially if you have kids in the house and everyone's got their spoon in the peanut butter jar, I don't know. I don't know if we can be friends. I'm kidding. (laughs) We can always be friends.
0: Peanut butter, chocolate, coffee. For you and me, we hit all three. So all three. No surprise that we connect. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, prior to uh, me recording this, we were talking about how we first met. And for the life of me, I cannot remember how we first connected.
1: No, me neither. I just, I mean, it feels like you've just been in my life for a few years and organically we talk now and then and we touch base and we see each other at entrepreneurship events and support and you know I I buy your amazing coffee box at uh, Christmas and anytime I can support you and you love our espresso bar and I think that's kind of what small business is all about and female entrepreneurship supporting each other and I said to you why put a timeline on it it's a great relationship and we meet so many people in our lives Um, I'm just lucky to say that you're a friend and we get to chat and I get to see you and it's always a lovely time.
0: And I agree. You know why put a timeline on it? I like to really think about the moment that we first connected. And I guess it really doesn't matter because as you say it was organic and you know, I love your bars, I love seeing you at events and connecting and supporting you and and it's it's just a symbiotic relationship which I I really enjoy because it's supporting local it's supporting businesses it's supporting friends and that's what's so important.
1: Thank you I agree hundred percent yeah we've got a great business community here uh, in Winnipeg, Manitoba as well I've been able to get outside our province recently with cranked energy and meet other uh, women and other groups around you know other provinces and they're fantastic it's great to see women entrepreneurship growing and but it's also nice to come home and know that there's a really good Community right within the province, it's kind of special.
0: It is special you know when, when you talk about uh, business groups and entrepreneurs and and connecting with each other, um, you and I belong to made to Grow and that has been such a wonderful group to be a part of because it's women entrepreneurs who are supporting each other and it's also uh, an opportunity to learn from each other because it doesn't matter whether you're new to business or you've been in business for a number of years. There's always opportunities to to learn from each other to collaborate, and I know that's something that you've done in the past. so tell me about some of your uh, collaborations that you've done.
1: Oh goodness, I mean, I'm naturally a social person, so when I started cranked energy, I think I posted something the other day. I never go in search of anything. I try to always just attract. so I'm never pushing pushing boundaries in terms of work with us or let's do this or let's collaborate. It always seems to be very organic, um, if it feels right. And I always talk about that for networking. Um, you know, don't don't force stuff. All our collaborations have been with companies of like-minded, um, same values, those are very important. We're not in it for the followers. Yeah, we've got a great Instagram following, social media following, very engaged following, but we've grown it. I mean, Crank's been around almost a decade, which is shocking to people. Um, I mean, three years of that being COVID, but it doesn't, it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, overnight successes do take a decade in terms of growth and relationship building where things now come to us a bit more organically and which is really, really great. Um, It takes the pressure off, always focused on, I need to grow, I need to grow, I need to get more sales, I need to get more clients when it's just kind of starts to happen naturally um, are kind of the best collaborations. So we've done a ton locally. I mean, if you come to us and ask for donations, um, anything but wedding socials uh, only because we really do have a strong focus on our marginalized community our northern communities certain junior athletics uh, women in sports certain disease organizations those are our primary focus so we really want to be able to donate as much as we can frontline workers as well so we tend to not do the wedding socials anymore um, what we do have, though, is a matching program. And I've talked about this with other entrepreneurs is if you're having a wedding social, um, if you buy a $50 gift card from Cranked, we'll match it with another $50 for you for your prize. I think that's a great compromise. You know, you're investing in a local company and we're investing um, back towards you and our community. So that, that kind of takes care of that piece. But um, some of our newer collaborations are with uh, bigger Canadian brands, which has been really exciting um, because our, as we expand outside of Manitoba, we are all obviously looking to expand within provinces where we aren't and, and grabbing some of those customer bases. And that's been really exciting, too. And I reach out to a lot of them myself personally, and we get a lot of no's. I always say that to people. It's it's not always a yes. Let's collaborate. You're great. And sometimes, no, you're not in line with what we want or we're full for the next while. And that's okay. I mean, just keep keep trying. Keep sending messages out, keep trying to build, keep engaging with other accounts and other people and getting out, networking, joining entrepreneurship groups, all that stuff. So I see collaboration kind of in my world as just me constantly engaging with people. And that's something I love to do.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and that's how you build community. And that's how you've been in business for a decade, which I, I, I also find very astonishing, because it seems like you've been doing it forever. But, uh, but 10 years can seem like forever sometimes. You know, I I think about what you said about sometimes it's a no, it's not always a yes, but sometimes no is not always no. And I found for myself that sometimes no is it's not yet or not right now, and then it gives you that opportunity to go back and then connect with them later. But I love that you are so generous with your first of all donating to community and I love that you offer the option for wedding socials, you know, buy a $50 gift card, we'll give you one. So it's a win-win for everyone. And it's showing that support. And when you mentioned about the frontline workers, I know that during the pandemic, you were offering frontline workers that if you uh, connect or, or contact you, that you will provide free cranked energy bars to nurses, EMTs, Anybody who was a frontline worker that reached out to you, you would provide bars, you know, tell me how many you have in your unit, I'll deliver bars. And my daughter was one of them. So she was working um, as a nurse uh, at the time at the hospital and uh, you provided bars for, for her and her unit. And I think ever since then, she's been a huge supporter of Cranked Energy. I know she loves, loves, loves your product. And not many people, businesses especially, offer donations or sponsorships. And the fact that you support so many different groups and are so generous with yourself and generous with your time as well. It's not just the product, but it's your time. And that speaks a lot. And, and it's no surprise that you have such a loyal customer base and that your business is doing so well. It's because you are the heart of the business. You are providing that care and that compassion and that support that is so greatly needed, especially after the pandemic. So I want to say thank you.
1: Oh, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) No, that whole, um, I mean, the second the pandemic hit, we switched into how, how do we help? I mean, we, we are going to continue production. We are able to continue making bars and people stuck at home were continuing to buy them which was a a huge factor. Now, if we had to shut down like some facilities did and had no revenues coming in, it would have been a lot harder, right? But we did have income coming in and I think what you do with that income is so very important and one of our core values is to give back. So I've always said, as we grow, we bring our community with us. That's just how it is. Um, The more successful we are, the more we can provide. That's kind of a no-brainer for me as a person since I was a small child, but also the team that I've curated at Cranked Energy. Their first thing is we've got these bars. I don't think we can sell them. Maybe the packaging is off or it cut it weird. Who can we donate to? It's their first question. I think that's really important um, to know that it's I may be the heart of it, but the entire Cranked team that surrounds me and represents our brand on a daily basis at the core level, the production level, also feels that need to give back. And I think that's so special. That's Teaching people how to make community one of their top thoughts, right, their top priorities. Um, I think that's very important coming out of COVID, and not just when times are tough, right? We surprise people with bars all the time, you know, just because. Yeah, you know, you got married. Here's here's a box of bars from us. We love celebrating our customers' events. If we happen to see it on Instagram, now we can't always see everything but if we see someone had a customer had a a new baby we'll send them a box of bars as a congrats i think that's part of the networking and the collaboration and just having a small business and and being the heart of a business you need to pay attention to that stuff because it it does matter all that stuff does matter to someone those small tiny little things you do matters a lot and when we were supplying the bars um to frontline um, we also, you know, went to the schools and we did the um, EAs and teachers. And I think we were in hospitals in Edmonton. I mean, the reach got really, really wide. It was awesome that we were getting and we were sending Edmonton hospital got Calgary hospital in Calgary got for a unit. I mean, if I could have provided to every single one, but we did provide to everyone that reached out. Even if it was multiple people from the same unit, we would do it a few times because I knew how hard they were working and how much they were putting their own families and their themselves at risk. And how could I say no to that? I mean, that's there's there was not even a question. So it was a very special time in the cranked kitchen, even though it was so uncertain outside of that um, building at the time. Within our four walls, within our kitchen, it was very, very wonderful. And I look back on it as very stressful, but also a a huge time for growth, both for myself and our company.
0: Mm -hmm. And you're absolutely right. It takes a team. It takes more than just you. And and the fact that your team also believes in what you believe, making a difference, giving back, supporting community, and, and that's what makes it work. And you mentioned about it's the little details, and it's totally true. It's the little details that makes such a difference. You know, it's not those grandiose gestures, which of course are are very special, but, you know, getting flowers on your birthday, okay, that's great. But getting a bouquet of flowers just because, I think in some ways is a little bit more special because it means that someone was thinking about you outside of any special occasion. And the fact that you surprise people with a box of bars, I mean, how thrilled must they feel to receive it just out of the blue and and just so grateful for that gift. And that's what it is. It's a gift of love.
1: I think if you think of all the times you've been really heartfelt or uh, surprised at something, it was usually something unexpected coming from someone you kind of barely know. And that's like a tangible feeling. You feel special. You feel seen. And that's important to me I felt that many times with people and things that they do for me and I want other people to feel that way that's kind of almost to a fault like it's so ingrained in me that I wish our company would just like explode and I could take care of everyone <laughs> seriously it's a stress of mine because I want to do more and unfortunately I mean we are a for-profit business so bottom line is we need to grow cranked and fund this company and put Manitoba on the market as having the best energy bar grown in a little kitchen in White Ridge and and reach national status that's kind of the goal for our province and for myself personally and professionally.
0: Now, let's talk about that. How you started Cranked Energy and that's that's in your kitchen. Now, first of all, what made you decide to do that? And I guess my second question would be did you ever think that it would be what it is 10 years later?
1: No and no. <laughs> Never. No, I say it all the time. You know what? I was just I was home with the babies, um, I had three small boys. Um, I was teaching accounting and finance for the CPA School of Business. I'm a, I'm a CPA by trade. I was home. I loved my online teaching job. It was steady work. I could do it when the babies were napping. Um, I loved being home with them. But I was also in fitness and wellness and I was struggling to find really good grab-and-go options. Um, some of the protein bars on the shelf were full of chemicals, had two three-year shelf lives. I didn't feel great eating them in terms of my stomach after. I've always had a sensitive stomach. And I just said, you know, I'm going to try to make my own. Like, let's just... I burnt a pot of oatmeal one day, changing a diaper, and I thought, ridiculous. I need to figure out how to put this in a, in a really good bar format so I could just grab it from the fridge. And three years later, 72 recipes later, um, that's how long it took. And it was that's how I say it was never an intentional bring to market because every month I would try a different ingredient or something else I liked or different protein powder or something to see how it would mix. And when it finally kind of clicked, I just shared it with a few friends because me being the natural empath and sharer and lover of all people and things, I... (laughs) Handed them out to a few friends who got into the hands of a retailer owner. Um, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh no, <laughs> I'm actually getting orders <laughs> on like text from people. We didn't, I mean, and when I started Craig, we had no Instagram. I remember sitting at my table. I had a photo shoot for something. Maybe it was a family photo shoot. And my makeup artist that I'd hired to do my hair and makeup, she said, you need to, you need to promote yourself on Instagram. And I was like, what is that? So there was really I mean, I started on Facebook, really just on my personal peddling bars on Facebook and but renting kitchens, um, because you can't make them from home, everyone knows that's illegal. So the second that you have some external sales, you need to get that stuff in line and register your business. I can talk about that on a whole other level of doing it right. But yeah, rental kitchens. And you know what, honestly, it just kept growing organically. It was just, you know, very patient. My number one focus was my family and teaching. So this kind of was a side hustle for many, many, many years. And I was okay with that because I really wanted to be home with my kids as much as I could. And we couldn't afford other, we could not afford daycare. I mean, there's a whole bunch of financial issues in there that required me to stay home. So it was a side hustle until, you know, I got my small space on Portage and i got one employee team member and you know then i was managing someone and then you know it just kind of grows and grows and 2019 right before the pandemic i made the decision to stop teaching and go full time into crank cuz i was being spread a little bit a little bit thin and that's when we really um, started to grow a lot faster which so really i say 10 years but i'm saying really since 2018 19 is really when Hardcore, I hired the right team and started to do things as an actual business side. Have you ever thought I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, Matt soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network.
0: I love that journey of... Doing something you wanted for yourself and for your family, of course, because for me, family, of course, comes first. But thinking that you wanted something that didn't have a lot of chemicals and wanted something that was healthy. And I want to talk about, I went on your website and I found at the bottom of one of your pages, real food made with real food. And that that says it all it's not chemical the fact that you you have to keep your bars in the fridge or you can freeze them and then you know thaw them in the fridge but because there are no preservatives there's not, there are no chemicals that will keep it on the shelf you have it in the fridge because you it's a peanut butter base correct
1: mhm yeah a natural smooth peanut butter and i'm glad we talk about this because over the years i've been asked probably once every few months you know have you ever thought of extending the shelf life. Have you ever thought of, you know, making it so you don't have to refrigerate it? It's easier for transportation. It's less costly. There's a longer expiry. There's all these factors on the business side that are very enticing. But for me, they're not because I know the integrity of a cranked bar is within the taste and the texture. And that's why it took 72 different types of recipes for me to get to that point. I'm certainly not going to throw in something to make it sit on the shelf for a year. And the shelf space is really crowded. And I think in business, we have to really be conscious. And sometimes that's hard to do of, is there a hole in the market? Am I filling that hole? And for me, the hole was in the fresh grab and go snack food space. There was was not a high protein filling, well-balanced bar that tasted amazing. That was the key. It, It had to taste so good that people wanted to eat it every single day and that me after 10 years of eating it still eats one every day, right? I wanted it to be that that good and nothing else was gonna be okay. So testing it in the market, knowing that people really wanted it and came back for it and would order again and again and it's become part of their lives is the key to business success, right? Because there's lots of people coming in on the shelf space and there's lots of people coming in on the refrigerated space and you have to be really confident and secure and you've tested the market and you and you have a plan. Like we started with one flavor, peanut butter, coconut. And we now have 17 flavors, right? And there's more in the tickle trunk, I tell you. There's more back there. <laughs> and I'm always thinking R&Ding, right? So you can't, you have to think of the future of your company too, even as a small business. What's next? What's in year two? What's in year three? What other flavors am I going to do? What other variations of my product? What other podcasts are you going to come up with? Right? What themes like you're always thinking this stuff, it's never linear, you can't, you can't do that in business. So for me, it's always been use the best ingredients we possibly can. Now, sometimes we get a bit cloudy on the protein powders only because protein powder is what it is. You get good ones, you get ones with a little bit of stuff in them. But our core lineup that we have is extra, extra clean, Um, And then we have the fun flavors that we throw in once a month that maybe has a mini egg or two, if you have the mini egg (laughs) bar. But I'm all for the mindset of balance. You know, at my age, I'm 49. Uh, I want to take care of my health, but I'm certainly not going to restrict myself to the point where I'm not going to have a treat with the kids or eat the things that I do love to eat. So having that balance with a, a protein bar with one or two mini eggs is certainly a lot better than me eating the entire 940 gram bag, which I have done before. <laughs> <So> <laughs> hands up if you've eaten a whole bag of mini eggs. <laughs> okay,
0: who hasn't eaten a whole bag of mini eggs? Come on.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but I did. my tummy did not feel good after it. It feels much better if I eat a cranked mini egg bar, I'll tell you that much. But the seasonal flavors have done really well. They're kind of a fun um, add-in every month for those who are looking for a change-up in their regular crank bar lineup. I know you were asking me before we were talking why we don't, you know, have certain flavors that sell really, really well available all year. I get this question all the time. Toffee being one, mini egg being the other, and cherry are probably the other, the three. I'm just a firm believer that those are kind of magical. Um, We love making them for a set period of time. They're also a little bit more expensive to make, obviously. But I don't want to take away from the magic. if there's something to be said about looking forward to something, right? I mean, Starbucks releases their pumpkin spice every fall. that's it. If you were able to get a pumpkin spice latte all year, would you love it that much in the fall? may I don't know, right? I don't think so i so i'm I'm with that. I love a good gingerbread at Christmas. I love uh the feel of a dark chocolate covered cherry at Valentine's Day. that's so we've kind of worked with those and and mini egg, while, well, we could eat it all year, absolutely. I really do think it would take away from the magic of the two months that we do make it available.
0: I agree, I agree, and it's interesting because I missed out on ordering the the mini egg ones, and and I think you've got another. Coming
1: back. It's coming back April twentieth. Yay! Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, April we 20th. had. So here's the thing. I make mistakes. I'm always saying that like, I don't actually know what I'm doing half the time. So I wing it quite a bit. And so I ordered our packaging based on what I thought we would sell, right? Like, I don't know. I kind of doubled last year's and went with it. And we sold out in five days <laughs> because every we, had, we held it for so long, right? So everyone was really, really anxious to get it. It, it peters out after a while. But um, so then I had to reorder packaging. Now, as much as I would love To come overnight, it it does not. (laughs) It's as much as I can bug the suppliers and say, Please push me up. I know you have other stuff to do, but please bump me. And so, like, the best they can do is you know, three weeks. So that it is what it is. And people say, Well, just release it in the clear packaging you used to have. And you know what? I thought about that, but I really like the fact that we made a switch over to our new branding, our new packaging. It's important to me to present Cranked Energy now as. You know, we were a little baby. Then we became a toddler, and maybe now we're into a bit of teenage adult years where we're growing and finding ourselves. And that packaging is part of it. So I don't want to revert back to what we used to have because I think the experience of seeing the cute packaging is all part of our brand.
0: I love the new packaging. I love the way that you're packaging the box because you used to have uh, the bars in a long box, mm-hmm. which is fine, and but it took up a lot of space. Versus now you have your bars that are standing up versus flat. And so it's more of a square box, which fits very nicely in the fridge. And I love the packaging too, because the colors, I love the colors. They're so bright and cheerful. And it just makes you smile when you pull a, a bar out of the package. And, and so I love the fact that you changed your branding. And good for you for sticking to, nope, we're not going to go back to what we had. We're sticking with our new packaging. And if it means we have to wait a couple of weeks, then so be it.
1: Yeah, those are hard business decisions because you, a, you don't want to let customers down, right? And B, I, I don't like delays and stuff. I wish it could be a smooth, well-oiled machine, but <clears throat> it's not. I mean, we're learning as we go. There's supply chain delays left and right. And sometimes we have to piece stuff together, but I took the I took the last year of COVID to kind of move out of um, my daily life at Cranked Energy's facility and, and into my home office to really work on the branding. It was almost a year process of full time work, um, working with a compliance agency to make sure the labeling's correct. Um, Health Canada requires quite a bit of stuff on the label now, so you know what used to you used to be able to say chocolate chip on your label. Now you have to detail out what's in a chocolate chip, right? So there's A lot of stuff that was added to a label, unfortunately. But I mean, we all know if you're eating a chocolate chip, what you're eating. So that was a lot of back and forth. And then a local design team, Tetro, did our uh, design. And I had a hand in every single decision, which I love. Um, They knew I wanted something fun and fresh. And that represented our brand. I wanted people to experience exactly what you said. When you see the box and pull the bar out, it was exactly as good as what the bar actually tastes like because i knew our bar tastes great so let's make the entire box fun and it perforates so you can take the lid off it perforates put it in your fridge and grab and go and for retail it's a it's easy for them to display there's a lot of stuff that comes into play when you're um thinking about that kind of stuff and I signed it, my own signatures on the box, a little quote from me, which I really wanted that to be a part of it. But, you know, our next iteration of it will maybe have a, a few changes because you do something, you try it out, you find out the nuances. I mean, the cube is not the best for shipping. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. It looks great, but we can't, we used to be able to fit like 16 boxes uh, in a master case. And I think now it's eight. So now we're shipping more boxes for the same quantity of bars. So so be it. That's kind of the risk you take when you redesign a package and don't think that through. But hey, you know what? I always fail forward. Like I lead with my heart. Um, I use my most common business sense. I trust my gut. I have really good intuition um, and make decisions based on that. And I've learned to really trust those decisions and, and take it slow. I don't, I don't make decisions overnight. That's probably why things take time with me.
0: And, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that because I'd rather you take time and really think about all the nuances, you know, you were saying about what is the experience that you're looking for. And when I think about, you know, smiling, when I see the packet, like the box, and then you open a package and then you smile and you're anticipating what it's going to taste like and you know it's going to taste good. I think about coffee because actually the taste of coffee is in the aroma you know, so you have the aroma, you're smelling the coffee brewing, and then you're anticipating what it's going to taste like. And then when you take that first sip, it's like, yeah, okay, that's what it tastes like. And that's your bar. You know, you see the packaging and you know, taking that first bite and it's hard not to finish the entire <laughs> bar. You know, it's like you want to break in. It's like, okay, I'll save it for later. And it's like, It's calling you.
1: <laughs> no, no. I mean, we get a lot of people who say, oh, it's so filling. I can't eat the whole bar. And I'm like, I have never experienced that. I I'm like one bar and then I have to tell myself, do not eat a second one. You don't need it right now. Yeah. I mean, our bars are so filling that uh, some people, you know, use it for so many different reasons. Meal replacement, pre-post workout, you know, kids love it. We're, we're so excited. We, one of the most common questions we get <clears throat> is whether we will make something without peanut butter Um, unfortunately probably not only because our facility is obviously full peanut butter and so to be able to make a non-peanut butter bar and have no liability in terms of contamination would be to open a second facility and obviously that's not in the game right now also the cost of um, other nut butters is extremely high for the amount we produce i mean i just had 10 tons of peanut butter delivered that will last us probably two months of production that's it so that's how much peanut butter we go through. Um, and to be and to invest in a different nut butter is just not feasible right now. But I never say never, you never know. But for cranked right now, we're sticking with the peanut butter and we're just searching for new markets for that, new customers, um, refining our processes, getting more bars out, getting more contracts. Um, I've got some big things coming up the pipe I can't announce right now. I hate <laughs> saying that, but soon, soon. <laughs> you know, like my job is always to negotiate and network and, and find new markets. And I spend a lot of my time developing that. And so when you finally sign a contract and see a deal come to fruition, it's very exciting. And then you have that moment of like, when can we announce it? When can we tell everyone? Because not because we want to tell everyone for that reason, but we want them to have access to product in other locations. And we're so excited for some of the stuff that's coming through.
0: Okay, so that just means that we have to pay attention to Instagram and (laughs) you know your website and you know all the TikTok. Oh my gosh, all of that (laughs)
1: stuff—it's so much work.
0: Oh my gosh, it's exciting! I can't wait. I want to actually talk about something that you've produced, and those those are like the mini the mini bars. Not, I wouldn't say they're mini bars, but you have the um, it's a third of a bar
1: Mm -hmm. that you offer. Yeah,
0: yeah, and the bite size. Yes, I love the bite size because. I know that uh, those are perfect for events, you know. So, for instance, I've ordered um, mini bars from you for my for my coffee and chocolate box, and and uh, if you're looking at something to put into like little gift bags and whatnot, that's like the perfect little bite. And and sometimes, you know, I know you've said, you know, who doesn't finish a whole bar? But sometimes you can't eat a whole bar, and so having a little mini one is perfect. And it's also good for my granddaughter; she's five years old, so. For her to eat a whole bar, not right now, but to have a little mini one, that's that's absolutely perfect for her. And what uh, was it sort of an accident that you came up with these little bite-sized bars, or was it something that um, someone had suggested?
1: No, the funny thing is it goes back to community. So when we're in production, we batches don't always make full-size bars at the end of a batch. So we always get these bars that come off the trays that are three quarters or a half or a quarter. And so we use those as, as all, all, all samples, all bite-sized, because nothing, no product in our kitchen goes unused. We, don't, we literally throw out no piece of cranked bar. So those, those remnants, those offshoots, get cut up into bite-sized samples for that exact reason. Uh, events, people come in walk-ins in the store and have never tried a certain flavor. And we say, here, let us give you a little sample, right? So there's always ways to use your product. We do sell them online because some people don't want full-size bars. They want it for a whole team. So we do have um, a good price on, on the bite size. But we do have a program, I think maybe it's a good time to mention now, because we don't publicize it. But anyone who talks to me about it in relation to the bite sizes, if you have anyone, we've done this for years, I mean, probably five or six years. If you have anyone or yourself that's going through treatment of any sort, recovering from surgery um in cancer treatment broke a leg and can't get up or whatever any any time of treatment or recovery we provide the bite-sized samples to you for free um so we are always delivering i know it's hard to eat anything when you're going through treatment um your appetite you're unable to so we we have a lot of people that were recovering from covid or elder patients and their grandchildren are ordering for them because they're not getting enough protein in them um, cancer care, uh, any, and any people going through chemo, any of that stuff, we, we provide them no charge. Um, we have friends reach out, family members reach out, and we just deliver right to their door every few weeks, or when they reach out and say, you know, my friend could use a top up, she's really enjoying, because it's that little tiny bite, it's 100 calories, it's not overwhelming, you are not having to like eat a whole bar and then feel bad that you couldn't get through the whole bar. I mean, any type of treatment, whether you're recovering or, or really having a hard time, Nutrition is key for for us, and it's one of my core values. Is to just make sure we take that off of their plate and make sure they get some proper nutrition. So felt like a good time to share that. Um, it's not something we publicize because it's so we're so busy with it with just word of mouth, and people know they can reach out to Cranked at any time and ask us if we can help at all. And if we can do it, we absolutely do do it.
0: Oh, that's amazing, Cheryl. I, I didn't realize that you you offer that and. And I think that's such a wonderful service. And, and again, it speaks to your generosity and community. And you're right, when you're recovering from whether it's chemo, whether it's whatever it is, nutrition is very important. And again, back to your real food made from real food. There's no preservatives. There's no chemicals. It's high quality food. And it's food that's good for you. And it provides them the nutrition. And it also feeds their soul, not just their their tummies, but it feeds their soul. The fact that they're eating something that was given to them with love and in the, in the hopes that this will help heal them on their journey.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's why we do it quite privately. Um, there's no, you won't see it on social media, um, promoting that or whatever. It, it's a very private experience for those going through it and for the lo- loved ones who are reaching out and asking us for help, and so it's just something that we do. We have we have the product there. We have the ability to do it. We have a full time delivery driver and a refrigerator van now um, that needs to be on the road every day because I got to keep our driver busy, right? <laughs> so we fill it a lot with community work. That you know, we're on a slow day when there's not a lot of deliveries being done they're going out to pick up donations for stuff or delivering to the shelters or there's always work to be done in, in terms of our community side.
0: And it's such a valuable service as well. And all kidding aside about your delivery driver, but I'm sure he's, he or she are kept very busy during the day, delivering products to your customer base who are very passionate
1: about <laughs> yes, their they products. Are. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love the passion. I love, the emails I get when they're passionate about something or, you know, we missed the mark on something. They're very passionate. And I I'm grateful that people feel comfortable enough to help us become a better company and myself as a better leader. And I think it all just works together and people have voices and they like to use them and I love to hear them. So, you know, the good and the harder (laughs) ones. (laughs) it's growth you we have to take I mean I'm the same way you want you want to see your local companies your Canadian companies successful and for us customer service and our community is what grew us I will never ever take that for granted it was certainly not just done by hard work on my end that's part of it but I mean at any point people could stop eating bars or and I don't think that'll happen because we're part of everyone's lives now and and we really, really, truly love our province and, and all of Canada. So as we grow, we're hoping to expand our community initiatives into you know, the same interests in other provinces as well.
0: And it's local. And that's what people love, especially Manitoba. I can't speak for other provinces, but when you have something that is made locally, it's totally supported. When it comes from other areas, they may buy it. but. I think most people, most Manitobans will go for local first and because you have such a loyal customer base who are passionate about your product, who love it. And yes, I agree with you. I I don't see that that love is going to stop anytime soon. I want to quickly touch on collaboration just for a little bit again. One of my favorite bars, well, actually, besides the mini egg and the chocolate cherry ones which I absolutely love one of my favorites is the chocolate espresso one because of course the combination of chocolate and coffee has always been one of my favorites and you get your espresso powder from Harrison's is that correct
1: we roast the coffee we use it as a liquid so oh our, okay yeah 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 it's it's put in so we we use Harrison's absolutely um, we use a, a bunch of local stuff I mean coffee's coffee in terms of for our barts. It's not going to make or break the taste of the espresso bar. So we do like to um, support as many local coffee companies as we can for that specific bar, which is kind of fun to be able to use local coffee within it. Yeah, we can't use the grounds or else you taste grinds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) We get to brew it and have the kitchen smell amazing for the day. Yeah, and then we brew a little extra, and everyone can have a cup for their breaks as well. So, okay, yeah, it's it's been such a no brainer for so long. We've always used local coffees in our espresso bar, so I forget that. That's just part of <laughs> part of production. It's funny. Eh?
0: <laughs> I know, I know, and I can just imagine because you know the smell of coffee brewing. I mean, the fact that you're making these bars, and then you've got the coffee, and you know, absolutely. And again, it comes to. Back to supporting local. So not just Harrison's, but other coffee roasters. I mean, it depends on, I guess, do you, do you switch up the the type of coffee that you use? Is it like a dark roast, medium roast, light roast?
1: No, it's, all, it's always the same. Um, and we do use the same supplier for quite a while. We've had Forbidden Flavors, which is in Brandon. And we do like the roasters, the ones that roast their own coffee as well. Those are kind of our favorites. Um, so yeah, I mean, the espresso is a... a good part of our sales but i mean we don't use a ton of coffee in it so it it does go go quite a quite a ways but it's one of our core values you know our boxes were done locally our design work was done locally our compliance was done by a local agency our ingredients are all canadian and some of them are direct from manitoba which is great and uh this is just a natural fit i mean it's the first thing we think about price second right but can we do it locally first that's kind of always and it is more expensive in general that's why our bars are a little more expensive than your everyday shelf bar because you are sourcing stuff locally and we are sourcing we are are providing income for other businesses by using them right um why why not use a local design agency if they can do the work for you than going to toronto or vancouver i mean they've got great ones too but i think look look within your own province first um Provide them some of the work, especially for us. We've got a great following. So when we post and tag, it's helpful for them, right? People get eyes on a company maybe they've never heard of, and maybe they've got some design work to do, or maybe they got some printing they need done, or labels, any of that stuff. Cranked is a really good source of, I've compiled an amazing kind of network of business nuances (laughs) and people. And uh, I get asked all the time where do you do this? Where do you do that? Where do you do this? Where do you get this done? And if I can. Give you the local contacts first, then I've done my job.
0: I love that you really support local. And as you say, you've got a network of companies that you work with. And getting back to the price of the bars, you know, there's that saying, you know, you get what you pay for. And
1: it's very the true. fact that
0: you are getting high quality made locally, and price is not always the indicator of whether you should support a business or buy a product. It's what does it do for you? Is it something that you really love and if it if it is, then why not? It's a treat you know I mean, you say you have one every day. I don't know if anybody's listening and they have one every day, and I know <laughs> I know our friend Joanne <laughs> probably has one or two every day because she really loves them and and you know, and she talks about them all the time, but if you know you're on a budget and you want to provide yourself with a really good treat, why not have that? It's like, you know, I joke about Reese's peanut butter cups, but if I want really good quality chocolate, I'll go to Morden's and I will pay a little extra or to, you know, to any of the chocolate, you know, uh, Constance Pop or...
1: Decadence. There's decadence. Decadence, And then I think uh, Al from Harrison's has ventured into the
0: Yes, he chocolate has
1: seen too. I haven't had a chance to try it, but it's on my list because I love Al. He's does great work.
0: Oh, he does. He's got a special bar. And then he was talking about putting a, a piece of chocolate right in coffee, which I haven't actually tried, but I think okay. I, I might have to do that. That so might be
1: on your list. It's yeah. on my list. <laughs> awesome.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Cheryl, for being here and sharing a little bit about your journey, your bars, Um, your commitment to community, the fact that you and your team are doing so much good for the province, for people who love your bars, who are looking for a good quality, high protein, something that's made with real food, and that you support those that are going through a tough time with your mini bars, your bite-sized bars. So thank you for everything that you do.
1: Thank you for having me. And thank you for being you. Such a sweet voice, (laughs) sweet person. (laughs) If you ever get a chance to sit with this lady, please do. Just go for a coffee.
0: (laughs) Aw, thanks Cheryl. Which reminds me, we need a coffee date soon. We'll plan it. Let's do it. So until next time, if you love peanut butter, if you love products that are made from real food, that are high quality, that not only fill your tummy, but fill your heart and your soul with joy and happiness, then cranked energy bars are the ones for you. So I highly recommend that you order cranked energy bars. You can visit their showroom on Sherwin Road and connect with them on Instagram and TikTok, social media, wherever they are on social media, because. Cheryl said there are some great things down the pipe coming up so you want to be first to know what's going on
1: thanks so much for listening if you like coffee with Jenny B and want to know more connect with Jenny on Instagram at coffee with Jenny B that's Jenny with a G until then all you need is joy and more coffee and at naturalmanpodcast.com.